City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king. Espinal. And joining me through Discord, it is the man, the myth, the legend. It is Joshua. Gangsta Time Cold. It's called Partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. What up, Chris? What's good, everybody listening? Ooh, it's just us two flying solo today or duo, flying duo today. Um, I mean, there's my cat, Gingerbread, who's right next to me, if you want to count a trio. Coco's right by me, too, actually. Woo! We're uh, we're a quartet. Uh, A feline quartet. Very excited. But, um, yeah, we're back to talk about manga. Uh, uh, Sorry we missed last week. I got sick (laughs) with the kyovs, the kyovid. So, you know, I had to take a little breaky-poo, but we are back, and uh, luckily, a bunch of the series that were here last week are off this week, so we can uh, catch up with those series from last week, and I'm very excited to do so. But before we get into that, let's get into plugs. You can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram, Joshua Cole. Where can they find you? At JDCole underscore 37. That's on Instagram, and at New Jump City Josh on Twitter. Ooh. You oh, could also newly known as X. X. You could also follow Brian on uh, on his Instagram and Twitter uh, at uh, b.esp, and you can catch him when he's streaming at Twitch.tv/slash/it's punchline. Uh, follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Email the show with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about, and um, we'll get back to you on the the pre-show chat show that we do. That comes out every other day after the initial show airs. Uh, so hit us up on that. We love doing the, tr- the pre-show chat show, and uh, we'd, uh, we'd love to talk more with you guys about it. So, yeah, do that. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, like, share, subscribe, all that stuff. Uh, if you like audio podcasts, which is pretty much what we are right now, uh, you can check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're out there. We're doing it. And... That's it. That's it for plugs. Let's get into the show itself. One Piece. This is One Piece chapter 1101 to Bonnie. Uh, Last we left off, Kuma had taken a deal with the world government to give up his free will and become a robot in service of the world government um, in exchange for the curing of Bonnie's uh, disease. So, you know, that's been going on. And uh, he also has attained his uh, warlord status at this point, uh, serving the military. And um, at that point, at the end of the last chapter, we see that Kuma has actually been floating onto uh, the Goa kingdom. And... Uh, lo and behold, we see Luffy. Uh, we open up with this chapter with him doing his training before he set out to sea. Um, and Kuma's just watching from afar as he does. He practices the gum gum axe. Um, 
scaring the animals. Um, and he remembers this conversation he had with Dragon about how, you know, he seems like, he's like, you seem really familiar with this particular nation. I couldn't help but notice that you're, uh, you traveling to the edge of a, of the country and watching a particular young lad and Dragon's like, chill, 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 chill. You know, he's like, keep going yeah. if you want to see me killed. He's like, what do you mean? And he said, children are a vulnerability for a parent. And Kuma immediately knew what he was talking about. He's like, my bad. I'll forget everything I saw. But, you know, he didn't forget. He did come to Goa Kingdom to, it seems to check on Luffy, um, which is interesting. Uh, and at this point of the story, Luffy is 16, which means this what this happens a year before he sets out to sea on his own. Um and uh, Kuma disappears before Luffy notices him, and we we get like um, that you know little moments of his travel. He saves this uh, this merchant ship from some pirates, and he sends Bonnie some letters. But at the same time, Bonnie is not receiving any of the letters. So, you know, we we then understand that the CP eight agent that has been staying with her and taking care of her has been intercepting the letters. And tearing them up like a real asshole. Um, and we see Bonnie has like more mastery over her powers. She can make herself strong in her adult form um, and, and whatnot. And um, yeah, we then cut over to the uh, division, the laboratory eight, where um, D- Vegapunk seems to have just developed like the, the holograms that we've seen on um on Egghead. Um and at this point Vegapunk also removed the top half of his skull as we see um you know just to create his big satellite thing. Um and Kuma asks him what it what it means to f- to lose his free will. And Vegapunk explains that however you might be following your orders from above would you be able to continue doing their bidding if they told you to kill a child? Losing your free will in this project means losing all the memories and human emotions that you've gained to this point. And, uh, but Vegapunk assures him that he'll maintain the bare minimum consciousness right up to the end. So, you know, it, it gives him an extra year, basically. Um, which explains why he still has, like, that sliver of consciousness through the next year of Luffy's travel, it seems. Um, so, you know, he's just like, I keep sending them for as long as I can. You know, he's sending letters and all that stuff. So, you know, it's Bonnie's birthday again, and um, they're feeding her and all that stuff, but she still hasn't received a letter, and she's starting to think that Kuma has forgotten about her, basically. Um, we then cut over to Baltigo, um where, you know, wait, Kuma saved you. Oh yeah, he. Where it seems that uh, Kuma has been low key helping the Revolutionary Army, where he can. But then he leaves without saying a word. So, you know, the Revolutionary Army tries to go after him, but Dragon tells him to, you know, just leave him alone. He he's sure he has his reasons, ones that he can't tell them. So, Dragon trusts Kuma. Um. So, uh, at that point, Bonnie is basically cured, um, 
and she wants to go outside, but the government is not, the CP8 agent is not letting her. So, you know, but the, uh, the queen of, uh, of the, uh, fucking kingdom talks about how, like, she overheard them talking at a bar, and, uh, they, they mentioned that her disease is fully cured, so Bonnie, there's no point in Bonnie staying anymore, because she's, like, good now. So, the, uh, the old queen tells Bonnie to go to the harbor and uh, to go to sea and find her father. She's arranged for Bonnie to escape the island, basically. Um, and so Bonnie goes off. Uh, she ends up on a ship, on her ship there. And, uh, you know, the, uh, this, the government agent notices this and she chases the ship down. Um, but, uh, Bonnie doesn't doesn't hesitate. She just jumps up as uh, this lady's doing the airwalk and uh, beats her up with this Nika-like future, uh, allowing her to escape and set out to sea to find Kuma. And uh, that's where the chapter ends. Holy shit. Josh, what did you think about One Piece chapter 1101? Um, this was my RGC. Yeah. Hold on. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Um, what I think was like the most, all right, all right, one thing at a time. I've been saying this for like a couple weeks already. And Chris, you should know what I'm about to say, which is that Bonnie is uh, absolutely going to join the crew as a straw hat. Like, she's going to be on the boat. I don't know what her role for the crew is going to be, but we're going to find out soon. That's one thing I know for sure. Um, Like, this is one hell of a backstory for her, and this is how she became a pirate herself, because she was a supernova, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty fucking lit. So, um, yeah, that, her powers are so interesting. I don't understand how age affects her arm growing, like, extent. You know what I think it is? I think it is, I think it's not necessarily that she has, like, aging fruit powers, but I I think she has the ability to, like, grab stuff from alternate futures, you know? Oh, because she's using Nika's power. So, so it's like a distorted future. Yeah. So in theory, she can like tap into a, a future where she has Nika's abilities. But I don't know. That's the that's the only thing that comes to mind is that she can access, ostensibly, like alternate universes, and use the abilities of people in her alternate universes. That's an awesome idea. It's really, really cool. It's kind of... Well, it's different. Miss Marvel is similar to that, where, like, her, her like, powers are all borrowed and shared through, like, the different Kamalas uh, throughout the, like, multiverse. Is that true? Like, how they're all connected. Yeah, that's what it showed in her, like, original comics. I think it was in the second, like arc mm. like when they when she was with that singularity 
uh, a girl. Do you remember that? Like that energy girl? I don't remember she that, was, but like, it's been a while since I read powers. the OG uh, Miss Marvel. Yeah, yeah, that was a while ago. But yeah, that's how she's able to enlarge in and 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 and, and go small. Because they were saying how she's not like changing her her energy a mass. It's she's sending it somewhere. So yeah, and so maybe she's just connected to all the other Bonnies to her uh, to her um fruit. Yeah, that's why. Like when she says distorted future is probably from a different reality. And um, when she just ages herself normally, it's probably just a regular future. Yeah, enter the Bonnie verse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty lit. Um, also, the point I really wanted to talk about um, when Dragon had said basically like you know, to, like let Kuma be. Um, like, you know, he sure he has his reasons, uh, ones he can't tell us, but that, you know, basically you trust him. Um, you know, it, it just made me think about like over the series, like how has Kuma behaved? Like, how have we seen him? Like, uh, and what have his actions been like before, you know, this flashback? And he's, he's always been in a position to help the Straw Hats. I mean, that's not a secret. We know that already. He helped. Luffy out. All of the straw has to a favorable place. Uh, you know, to get stronger. You know, and even like protected their ship, like when they got back. So, um, you know, it you would you would imagine that like the revolutionaries would feel so hurt and betrayed learning that Kuma's like uh, working with the government essentially, and not only that, that he's like starting to turn into like, you know, like a cyborg. Well, they may not know he's starting to turn into a cyborg. They they may or may not know, but the biggest thing of all is that they could assume that like the government has like captured um, Bonnie and used her as leverage, you know, for them for him to do whatever they please, and he's just and that's not. You know, that wasn't the case because he has been like assisting them and, you know, Luffy and probably other like, you know, well, well mean like pirates or other people along the sea. So it's just, you know, the world building of One Piece is incredible and like the consistency is 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 unmatched. Yeah. Uh, Chris, what are your thoughts? Um, yeah, I agree fully. I thought this was like so cool to see. Just like little every backstory that we're getting right now is also kind of like bonus backstory for the world. Um, every character that we're learning more about is also just like opening the doors to learning about like what the world of One Piece was at the time. So that's really cool. It's also cool to get a good answer as to how old Bonnie really is. Because at this point, Bonnie would be 12. She left she left C at 10 years old. So she became a supernova at the age of 10 years old. She gained a 100, over 100 million berry bounty as a little girl. And wow. A, and a legitimate pirate. 
how old is she at this point? Like 12, you said? Like She would have like, to be 12 factoring in the time skip. She would have to be 12. Wow. 12, 13. So that's why she acts so reckless. Mm -hmm. She's a little ass kid. Mm -hmm. But she's just aged herself up a little bit older. So people. Because she left one. Serious. She seems to have left like maybe half a year before Luffy did. It's crazy. All of this happened right before Luffy left for, you know, his journey. Like pretty yeah. much a couple months before. How old is Luffy when he left? 16? He's 17 when he left. And the start of this chapter had him at 16. So, so he's at least six years older than Bonnie. Yeah. Yeah, it'd have to be like... Oh, Bonnie, if she joined the crew, she'd be the youngest. Yep. Well, yeah, wow, she would be the youngest. Is wow, that's uh, I guess that's something. She'd be the child, maybe she she'd would be the ship's the child kid. Form. Yeah, you know the little fucking brat. Yeah, yeah. I guess it depends on how they resolve. She's kind of a wild card with her powers. I think it really depends on how they resolve this whole thing, you know, because. She could join the Straw Hats, and I think that would make sense. But if if they get Kuma back somehow by the end of this arc, then it's very possible that she just joins the Revolutionaries. True that. True that. So, who's to say? I think either one is possible. There's such an investment in her backstory. I know it's intertwined with Kuma, but still. I think that's why. <laughs> I don't know if she'll join the crew. She'll probably be at a, you know, Keenanmon VV capacity where they're around for a while. She's definitely going with them to Elbaf at the very least. No, not the Keenanmon VV. <laughs> oh, you got to say the other one, the rabbit. Carrot. And carrot. No. <laughs> No. No. Oh, my God. That's not what I want. Well, I'm saying it's just a possibility. Memory. You know, it's still up in the air as what she could be to the crew. But, you know, she at the very least, Your she'll be a and reasoning is is cold and sharp. <laughs> well, I am uh, the unbiased king. But hey, I'll I'll dream alongside you and say that v, that she'll join the crew. I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility. So, if that helps, to say Vivi. Did I say Vivi? How you really feel? You almost did. No, you think she's a Vivi? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with being a Vivi. And v and the duck. Vivi's Vivi and Karu are beloved characters. Karu, <laughs> Karu. Why do you know its name? Because I actually have been. I hate reading. everyone that knows its name, bro. I've been reading One Piece over. <laughs> I'm. I'm at. Uh, I just got to Water Seven. Yeah. That's... I'll tell you what the the era after Alabasta is some of uh, Oda's best work artistically. He was in his bag. Yeah, he's trying to prove a point. Yeah, it, he just drew the shit out of those things. They're so good. What was going on with Naruto at the time? 
probably like that would have been like 2005. So I don't know. What was 2005 Naruto? They were like dealing with the Akatsuki and all that. It had to be super early, 2005. I'm talking about. Um, you tell me, One Piece Master. Okay, so 2000. Where was it at 2005? Damn. All right, this might take a long time. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, 2005 would have been the time skip. Like the time skip had pretty much just started. It feels so weird, timing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But Damn. Oda just witnessed the Sasuke retrieval arc. And he was like, he was like, mm, mm. all right, all right, yeah, you want to give all these characters their own fights? <laughs> okay, I could do the same. All right, fucking thing, bro. Say word. That's what y'all. That's what the people want. What y'all motherfuckers want to see? All right, all right. I mean, they've always had individual fights. Nah, but the emotional level behind, man. Oh, no. For that retrieval arc, it was four main characters. Hold on. Time out. Time out. I'm thinking of, uh, hold on. Let me see. Okay, so Skypea started actually in 2000. So Naruto would have been like in his tuning exams or something. Sure. But that can't be it. 2002. Let's say the knockup stream uh, ship sails to the sky. Let's go to 2002. Where was Naruto? Maybe if I go to Naruto and then go to the chapters, it'll say the date. Yeah, no, it was the tuning exams that just started breaking out. Yeah, the you know the 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 uh, battle versus the sand village. That had yeah. just started around the time Jaya and Skypea was happening. Right. So right after that was the Sasuke Retrieval arc, and right after Skypea was any slobby. Big boy time. Big boy yeah. timing. Wait, let me see where any slobby started. Annie's lobby started in let's say uh, let's say two thousand five, the, the Superman of Annie's lobby. Two thousand five, thirty four. Naruto was number one at that point. Yeah, time skip. So they were in the Sand Village arc, where they went to say the rescuing Gara arc. Damn, that's so weird, right? <laughs> Naruto was already halfway done by the time that like any sloppy rolled yeah. around. 
One Piece has been around literally forever. One Piece is older than Brian by two months. Yeah. Do you have any more thoughts? No, I thought this was a great chapter. <laughs> I'm glad we tracked down the history of One Piece. I uh, went off for a weird tangent. But um, yeah, those are all my thoughts. I thought it was a good chapter. It didn't really clinch RGC for me in general, but uh, I still thought it was pretty good. Um, you ready to move on to the next one? This is a distorted future. <laughs> How so? Because you didn't choose One Piece as the RGC. I don't always choose One Piece as the RGC. This one should have been. Mm. Well, I'm sorry to let you down. Anyway, let's move on. And film your picnic to cure me so I can't chat. My Hero Academia. This is My Hero Academia, Chapter 409, Quirk Explosion. Um, Alternate title chapter, We Miss Brian. We do miss Brian. Brian would have been hyped for this one. Um, last we left off, Bakugo is being faced with the ultimate quirk combination of doom. Um, so much so, it looks like he's seeing his eyes flash before his, his life flash before his eyes. Um, as we see the moment he was born, it looks like, and, you know, he was crying, his mom's carrying him and stuff. And, you know, we see that he told Deku that he's going to make his, all his skills his own and keep rising. He says, my explosion can pull off anything. He says, Izuku, I won't stand in your way anymore. So, you know, All Might is crying for this guy to dodge whatever this unholy piece of shit is. And, um... All for one launches himself and he says, and Bakugo says, please blow the hell up and look at all my all for one, <laughs> the what, how hard he launched himself in his bottom fucking corner. Yeah. He collide. He ah! <laughs> and I think like Bakugo actually, I think Bakugo actually blows him up. Um, he but his, he, his mouth. Yeah, but he keeps like going, and all for one is like, "How could this be? This boy didn't didn't take any clear action just now." Um, so you know, Bakugo explains that even though the rain is like holding him back a little bit, he fired off some coated beads, beads of explosive sweat coated in regular sweat. I mean, I shot him off without triggering them, hoping they would set something else might set him off in a in a delay. And all of my all for one is like back there, straight into my mouth. Pause. Pause. <laughs> Hard pause. Double pause. Damn. Does he have a quirk called pause? Uh, he sure doesn't. No. Straight into That's my all mouth. All for one for you. And um, you know, Bakugo basically just barrages him with explosions. Uh, in two page spread after two page spread, just knocking him, like just doing barrage of explosions, 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 explosions. And inside of all for one, he's like, something's off. My quirk factors aren't mingling properly. How could these mere fireworks be tearing them apart? And, uh, a, a figure comes from the distance and says, all those nasty negative emotions have got you in a tailspin. So you're losing control over us. 
and we see uh, it's Hawks in there saying, check it out. This joint is my fan meetup venue now. Swallowed up by Shigaraki, huh? So I guess Shigaraki has pretty much absorbed all for one at this point is what he's saying. Um, and Bakugo says, get this straight. This is our tale. And he slams all for one into the ground one more time. And All Might is just looking like little by little. The damage everyone dealt, all that built-up aggravation, at long last, for certain this time, all for one is dot, dot, dot. And uh, Bakugo goes, yeah, I never could have hoped to beat that one, be that, at least not alone. And that's where the chapter ends. Um, Josh, what did you think about My Hero Academia, chapter 409? Um... He said, get wrecked <laughs> as he shot explosion blasts at him. It's kind of a wild looking picture. I guess this is yeah, this is a dope chapter. I mean for the for the Bakugo fans that needed this, I'm very happy for them. Mm. Are you saying you're not a Bakugo fan? I am. Uh, <laughs> it didn't sound. I was once sure. a fan of a lot of characters in this series. Once mm. upon a time. Yeah. Well, as a Bakugo fan, I very much enjoyed this, and I, I was I'm glad that Bakugo got his moment in uh, in a really cool way to defeat All for One. He beat the shit out of him, which is very much in line with Bakugo, just overpowering opponents. Through sheer force of will. Honestly, I wouldn't yeah. have it any other way. It's consistent. I liked it. Um, but yeah, there's not much to say about it, given how most of this is just explosions. Uh, Hawks. The Hawks part, I was like a little confused. I'm like, is he saying that Shigaraki is just like now swallowed up now? I'm just kind of confused. I think he was just making fun of him. Yeah. I think like the whole point was that he in his realm of controlled quirks he lost control all, over all of the people's quirks and you know Shigaraki not Shigaraki uh, Hawks is just that cool mm-hmm. so he that's why he said it's my fan club now yeah he he made you know whatever you get it all phone was losing control and I think he was mocking him saying oh like you make like uh, Shigaraki like I guess when he says swallowed you up meaning like you know, you ha- you don't own him. You know what I'm saying? You haven't been able to take over him. Yeah. So he's got you beat. I think that's all it meant. Yeah. I just noticed in that last two-page spread, which, Bakugo's, which we already know. Bakugo's arm is just broken. I don't know if you noticed that. That's how it looks. I didn't notice that in my first read. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> he gave himself a Deku injury. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Hey, that shit looks like a hook. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Man, that's rough. (laughs) I don't love that. (laughs) But overall, pretty sick. I think you'll be all right. Yeah, overall, pretty sick. I enjoyed it. It's just like, not a whole ton to say. Bakugo overcame his his struggle and uh, was able to defeat all for one. Pretty sick. I hope it stays that way. I hope there's not like one final twist here because I'm low key kind of sick of all for one already. 
I'm done with him. Yeah, he's done. He's well, like if he comes up, I hope somebody else comes and just smokes him real quick. I hope it's the guy with the tail. Yeah, I hope tail guy comes in. Ojiro comes in and just whaps him with his tail. He says, shut up. Shut up, man. <laughs> Your time is done. <laughs> tail man has defeated I'll you. I'll be satisfied. <laughs> yeah. He smushes him like an ant. Like in, like in Smash Bros, if you get the last hit. If somebody else sends them, but you hit them on the way up. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah. Kill. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Real nice. Well, that was My Hero Academia. But short but sweet. Whatever. It'd be that way sometimes. That wasn't your favorite chapter? Nah. Honestly, this was a... Uh, JJKH? We'll see. JJKH. Or, sh- or should I say JJKW? Ooh. All right. I'm a I'm a pastor, so uh let's uh let's move onward to the next one. I'll tell you what it stands for at the end of the chapter. Oh, okay. The champ is here! Jujutsu Kaisen. This is Jujutsu Kaisen chapter 245, Inhuman Makio Shinjuku Showdown, part 17. Uh, last we left off, there was a whole rigmarole about figuring out how to get Sukuna to get a death threat. <laughs> what? Yo, this chapter is fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's a whole thing about trying to get Sukuna the death penalty under uh, Higuruma's uh, domain. And they really a whole rigamarole, 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 rigamarole. Yeah, yeah, you got yeah, it. Yeah, all of that, all of that. Almost a whole chapter. Just uh, mind you, just legal rigamarole is what's going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I learned so much about the Japanese legal system this chapter. So keep that in mind for what we're going in this chapter. This chapter actually starts off with, uh, oh wait, actually the last chapter ended with uh, Itadori and Sukuna getting stuck in Higuruma's domain. This chapter actually starts off with Uraume and uh, and uh, Hikari going at it, fighting. Oh, your favorite character. Frankly. Say say it dramatic because Brian's not here. Uraume. (laughs) Yeah. Uraume. Yeah. Take Ura-ume. that, Brian. Uraume. Yeah. Brian can't Very tell us Japanese. what to do now. Uraume. Uraume. Yeah, Brian. That's what you get for not being here. Yeah. Now all yeah, hell's broken loose. Uraume. Uh, so they're getting it in. They're fighting. Uh, Uraume is using her uh, ice powers uh, and knocks uh hikari's arm off but that doesn't work because hikari's nice with the reverse curse technique (laughs) (laughs) palms disrespectfully palms urarume's face drags her down through a building and urarume is like god his generous speed is incredible in in that nothing else he surpasses even master sukuna and satoru gojo so she throws this giant spear at him ice spear at him impales him basically but then hikari also obviously cures that she freezes off his leg but he just grows another one and drop kicks her through several buildings uh hikari is just 
black Air Force energy all around. Mm-hmm. He does not give a fuck. Um, he said, I love that he's like, he's like, I found my shoe at the end. He found his black Air Forces. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> when did he lose it? When, oh, when he Urome, his leg off. yeah, ripped his leg off. <laughs> Yeah, and um, Uroume is just like I see you differently now. Sorcerers today try to uh, try hard to retain their humanity, so they refrain from using their powers to break what they can, what they can break. But their fear of alienation is a weakness, uh, and also their fear of getting their shoes messed up. Yeah, definitely. But she's like, you're not like that. You're you're built different, quite literally. I don't consider you human anymore, so I'll crush you with everything I have. And uh, Hikari is like, is humanity the in thing now? A guy I know just says something similar. He's the gloomy sort, but he speaks up when he has to and he comes through when it counts. So it really moved me. Which means I've been feeling hot, so let's bring the cold. And um, we cut away from their battle, unfortunately, because I was actually starting to get into it. (laughs) And uh, we cut to uh, Higuruma's domain. This is crazy. Higuruma starts explaining his uh fucking uh the evidence and that like he, the argument he's putting forward that Itadori didn't kill anyone and that his uh his confession was due to irrational feelings of guilt and the real killer is Ryomen Sukuna. So, you know. Ryomen. Ryomen Sukuna. And he says judgment knows everything about anyone within this domain. And aside from this evidence, um, the verdict depends solely upon our arguments. And he's about to start arguing, but then Sukuna's like, enough. I heard the domain's rules when I was inside the boy. I'm only interested in the sword. I don't care what I did or, or when. So let's get it over with. <laughs> and Judge Man opens its eye. Like, it's so, like, flabbergasted. It's just like, guilty! Confiscation! Oh! <laughs> he said, Word? You said confiscation and death penalty, which allows <laughs> which allows Higuruma to summon the executioner's sword. And Higuruma's like, whoa. I believe Sukuna lost the Ten Shadows technique in the fight against Gojo, so there's a high possibility that confiscation will fall on Malevolent Shrine. Then Sukuna won't have any curse technique to use, but I'll be holding a sword uh holding a sword sure to kill. Therein lies the chance of success. That Sukuna's opponents must seize. And we see that, um, I forget his name, but ski mask guy Choso. Yeah, yeah, the ski mask guy. <laughs> the, the, sha- the, the shadow beast. Yeah. Uh, reincarnations. And uh, the principal dude that I. Oh, not, oh, Kusakabe. My bad. He's not a principal, though. Kusakabe are all there ambushing Sukuna when they arrive outside of the domain. But Sukuna and Higuruma realize that the chance of success was a sham. And all of a sudden, you see slashes flying through the air, cutting both Higuruma and Kusakabe. And this is fucked up. He said that if a target of punishment is carrying a cursed tool, then confiscation applies to not to a cursed technique, but to a cursed tool. And that's where the chapter ends. What the fuck? <laughs> that was Jujutsu Kaisen chapter 200. Mm-hmm. That was uh, Jujutsu Kaisen chapter 245. Josh, what did you think about this one? Oh, they fucked up. <laughs> Bro, what a miscalculation. 
<laughs> By the way, JJKW stands for Jujutsu Kaisen Whore. <laughs> Who's that, me? Yeah. Wow. You're right, because this is my really good chapter of the week. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. But, uh, so, so now that we got that out the way, I... I guess I don't I don't I don't know what we should have thought. Was there any way we was gonna catch Rio Man himself up in the courtroom litigating? You know what I'm saying? Like defending himself and his actions. He said, I wanna see I wanna see you try your best. So let's get this over with. And then, oh by the way, I had this thing on me, so <laughs> 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 Had one of these. <laughs> so, <laughs> bye. <laughs> Are they all dead? Is that it? No, I don't think they're all dead. But he definitely got Kusuk. All getting slicey sliced. Yeah, they're in the mid, they're in the process of getting, getting slicey sliced. We're getting chat. Yeah. We're getting chit adapt. Yeah. It reminds me of um, Slap Chop. There's this commercial for the spin, like this thing to cut your vegetables. Mm-hmm. And I imagine that's how the vegetables must feel. Like that sukin is a uh, yeah, um, it's cursed, a very common feeling. But like when I dice onions, I wonder if they're like ah, you know what I'm saying? Getting hit up <laughs> with my technique. Ah. You know, like. It must be rough. It depends. When you when you cut vegetables, do you do you say to yourself malevolent shrine? No. Then they probably don't feel that. I don't open a domain. Mm. You should. I just I just cook. I just I guess I use dissect. Because mm. I'm not using cursed energy. I don't think I'm using cursed energy. Who's the they sec? say you're supposed to cook when you're in a good mood. Maybe that's why, because you'll true. turn into Ryoman Sukuna. Be angry, cook. Be careful, guys. <laughs> you don't want to develop an affinity for that curse technique. No. You don't want to negatively. A couple hundred years, you'll turn into 20 fingers. <laughs> and four eyes and two yeah. faces. Now that's a distorted future. Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? Yeah. I mean, what can I say? This chapter was lit. Um, Sukuna didn't care. Could have seen that coming, but I didn't. BBH. Um, I just want Higuruma to cut him, to cut Sukuna with that. Maybe, like, there's some weird condition where it doesn't work. I just want him to hit him with the nice sword. You know what I'm saying? I don't want him to just be in pieces when I look at the next chapter. Imagine. Or like, yeah. <laughs> Sukuna's in an airport or a bus stop. He's just thinking about where he's going to travel to next. He's like, he's whoa. Slice next. That executioner's store was, store was no joke. They said it was one hit kill and they meant it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you mean in, in the white area? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's also at the airport. 
He sees Gojo's like, yo. <laughs> Gojo's like, hey, bro. Oh, shit. I didn't expect to see you this soon. <laughs> so who did it? And he was like, I, I, I think Higuruma. <laughs> nah, man. No way. Oh, that would be. Oh, if, if Gigi really wants to subvert expectations, I hope Sukuna goes to the white area. Yeah. And he talks and he sees Go, uh, Jogo and, oh, and, yeah. and Mahito and all of them. Yeah. Although, you know, I don't know. He doesn't have uh, strong relationships with them. He's Yorozu or something. Yeah, her. And he's, imagine he's just like, come <laughs> on. Oh, fuck. I just can't get away from you. God. not what I signed up for. Are, you're seriously my closest friend? It's him and Kenjaku and yeah. Yorozu. He's like, damn, you guys are my closest friends? That's crazy. <laughs> Shit. You guys are what constitutes as my friends. Like maybe I shouldn't have cut people all my life. Yeah. I love nobody. Sheesh. Perhaps. Maybe. Maybe. You know. No, they're all dead. Especially the new shadow guy. I Bro, keep thinking he's chapter. gonna have a moment. But ne- next chapter is just gonna be Itadori waking up with everybody at the airport. Like, whoa. That was crazy. Right, who else is going to be there? He has a friend from the past that died, The entirety right? of the Jujutsu Kaisen staff uh, cast is going to be there. Everybody else. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, my God. They still be able to have fun in the afterlife. You know what I'm saying? They won't be a part of this painful world anymore. They'll be stuck in an airport, which feels like you the think worst they'll place go, to go. Uh, north or south? Hmm. I guess it depends on the person. Mm. Yeah, I I really like this chapter. It made me mad in the best way possible. I was like, what a cheat. Right? He was like, oh, shit, I forgot about that. Damn, I wonder right? if, like, while he was giving his litigation, he noticed he was holding something and was like, hmm. I wonder if that's going to be a problem. Hmm. What's what's that in his hand? Oh shit. <laughs> ah fuck. We fucked up. Yeah. I so, mean that lightning tool would have been a nuisance for them to fight against, to be fair. But I guess not more of a nuisance than his curse technique. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I love that he wasn't even he didn't even flinch at the fucking domain. He's like, whatever, yeah, I did that. Whatever, get me out of here. Sure, okay, let's go. All right, let's go. Show me. Show me what you got. I want to see the sword. I want to see the executioner's sword. Uh, the the first part with Hikari and, um, and Uraume was super cool. I enjoyed that. I hope we get back to their fight at some point. Or maybe the next chapter opens up with Uraume at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's just waking up at the airport. <laughs> yeah, she's like, whoa. Damn. He really played pachinko with me till I died. 
person wasn't a person. Yeah. They were inhuman. A degenerate gambler. A degenerate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Imagine losing to that. Yeah. This guy just fucking kept getting the jackpot. It was bullshit. Nothing I did mattered. That's how Chikara was feeling. He just was like, oh my God. Oh God. <laughs> I'm just getting fucked up right now and I can't do nothing about it. Yeah. But those are uh, those are all my thoughts. I just want I just want things to be okay. Is it is is this what's going to happen? The are the good guys just gonna lose and that's it? That's the end of Jujutsu Kaisen. Your boy your boy Ryoma said, nah, I'd win. <laughs> he went into that. <laughs> We're getting all the heroes to be super confident and go into these battles and then immediately lose. And then, oh my god, what's next? Okotsu's gonna come in, but he's really Kenjaku. No! <laughs> no! Stop. I don't want to hear anymore. I'm going to stop. But it's like looking bleak. Oh, that would be disgusting. It's looking real bleak for everyone. And frankly, I don't appreciate it. Whatever. We get it, Gigi. You want to shock the world. <laughs> you to make everyone unhappy. We get it. Instead you're Instead of different. trying to make one group happy and living with it, you're saying, fuck everybody. You're going to do something for the edgelords, too. Watch, the edgelords are going to think like, yeah, yeah, everyone's dead. And then he's going to do something to get them mad, too. Yeah. He's going to he's gonna manifest Maharaga into the real world and cut them. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. So let me stop. Yeah, I just, yeah, I don't want that. I don't want it either. Uh, but anyway... That's that's all I gotta say about dudes, guys. And I'm glad it's not on break because I need to know that everybody's gonna be okay next week, or at Is least it on break. It's not on break. Everything's everything's gonna be in next week, but I think next week will be the last chapters we get till like the second week of January, if I remember right. I know they take they always take He's like gonna a, go crazy with a cliffhanger. All of them are. I feel like Oda's going to drop something that's going to annoy me. Gege's going to drop something that's going to annoy me. <laughs> I'm expecting a very annoying week next week. Yeah. But in the best none way None will possible. be more annoying than my hero. Hmm? Undoubtedly. I said none will be more annoying than my heroes. It's entirely possible. Undoubtedly. But all right. Um, do you have any thoughts before we move onward? No. All right. Let's move on. Zero out of ten, no sorbet. Wait, what? Zero out of ten, no sorbet. True. All right. Here we go. Oh, good. Undead unluck. And with that, I'm going to pass this over to Josh for Undead Unluck. Hold on, Josh. You were breaking up for a second. 
Wait, we miss you. Um, you heard it. Wait, hold on. Week. It was off last week. Okay, you're back. Okay, sorry. You you cut off for a second. All right. So, like I said, there was not a chapter last week, so I will continue uh, for this week. Yes, there was. Let me just get to the last chapter. Was it not off? Uh, not that I'm seeing. Yeah, no, there was one last week. Let me let me look back. We just didn't do one last week because you know I was sick. Just having in my mind. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Well, last week they uh they went to the sun. Um, they found Andy. He. It was barbecued, and they had a, one of those rules, one of those uh, super deadly rules pull up on them. One of the master rules, that's what their names was. Um, like, it was the one with the hair that looked like DNA. And they were able to resist fighting her, thanks to Gina, and also Undead using his uh, godly finger abilities. That sounded crazy. Um, so, and that all, basically, they was able, they wasn't able to save Andy, but he was able to help them, uh, like, basically help them locate, like, other key members that will really um, help them beat, uh, like, what's it called, the, uh, the Master Rules. So, this week, um... The U.S. is sent out to go find Juicy Juice, or I guess that's her real name is, Juiz. Uh, we have a memory from Apocalypse, of all people, where uh, Juiz is talking to him, asking, like, you know, like, what would happen if she failed and died? Like, would she be reborn, in the, like, in the next loop? And she brought up some interesting points saying that her and Victor come from a time where there was no sex or gender. So, like, which is weird because she definitely has, like, like, you know, female reproductive organs. I mean, I guess you can't say, you can't know for sure with Victor, but Julie definitely has some boobies. So, anyway, I, I just thought that was interesting. But then again, it is a fake world created by the rules. Of the two gods, so I guess it makes sense. All these other things are rules added later. This series is trippy. Um, but Apocalypse tells Julius that, you know, if you came back, you would basically be the child of a couple that was never destined to have a child in the first place, and that Julius would look different because they would, she would probably take their genetic information. But she would still probably be like the same person at her core just totally you know but still really different because of her you know surroundings obviously uh but you know she wouldn't have the same memory or anything like that um so like i said that was apocalypse reminiscent on that and uh fuko barges in the room and she's like all right we're about to go get juiz and she's up in uh london Apocalypse is looking some kind of yeah he, he looks so he always looks mad but he looks he looks concerned mad 
Very interesting. Um, then Fugo reflects on how many uh, negators they've collected, which uh, ones 16 negators. And with Fugo included, that would be 17 so far. Pretty cool. And they even have tables that, like, go up in the sky. Well, you know, that... Yeah, I guess because the circle table is only so big, so they need other chunks. It kind of reminds me of the tables uh, in the X-Men series, at the, in the Quiet Council. Yeah. But they're not as cool as... They're not elevator tables, so... <laughs> not as cool. X-Men should have did that. They have all those cool mutant abilities, and they decided to have a regular-ass round. Like, you know what I'm saying? Regular courtyard. <laughs> Just a normal table. That was whack, bro. Whack. Get an X table. Yeah, right? Get a fucking... <laughs> X furniture. <laughs> right? So anyway, at, so they're all gathered sitting at these seats. And uh, Fugo's like, proceed, Apocalypse. So he loads up some quests. He's like, all right, so they got the capture of Uma Burn. Um, and the reward is an artifact called Silent Voice. Ooh. Um, Catcher of Uma Summer. Remember that guy? I remember Burning Summer. Oh, from the other loop. Yeah. I know they had like a, a little arc. I know Burn, they didn't catch him. He, oh, yeah. Um, the, uh, the other just, ones got it. Yeah, the other ones did. And they kept using him too. It was pretty slick with it. Um, Summer, they had a whole arc around. That was with Shen and and... The other, the other guy. I forget his name. The old one. Yeah. Anyway, um, they get the artifact Harley Quinn. Don't know what that means. And the other two quests are the neutralization of Uma Beast and the neutralization of Uma Language. Um, damn. I just found out some crazy information. Um, anyway. Yeah, so those those last two uh, Umas are from the Ten Superior Rules. And, you know, full, like, basically, Apocalypse starts breaking it down that, like, if they don't accept, um, like, either of those, like, two missions with the, uh, with the with, you know, with the Supreme Umas or whatever, the Superior Rules, that he'll add the penalty Uma Revolution, which basically starts the process of God coming to destroy... Uh, Earth, so they can't. They kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place, but um, Fuka ultimately accepts, and Apocalypse can't believe it. And um, Fuka basically says that she's gonna go get Jew uh, Juiz, uh, for her unjust disability, and that she truly believes that you know because Juiz was able to hold out for like over a hundred loops, oh for for a hundred loops. Like she believes that her injustice ability has, like there's something there's something about it that helps against those superior rules. And you know, by the way, Apocalypse uh, reacts. It kind of confirms her suspicions, but um, she also mentions like you know, like is it, like you know, are you anxious because I'm right, or is it that you know deep down you don't really want Miss Julius to fight. It's like, huh? And probably in the most, the most adorable apocalypse has ever looked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're gonna put it on a scale, <laughs> right? This is the cutest. Yeah, if you, if, if you had to put it on the, yeah, 
He's like, huh? Do what? I don't love trees. I, she's a stupid human. I, I'm a cool book. <laughs> I'm the, I'm a, I'm a oh, super what evil a book. <laughs> and he's like, you know, don't mock me. Um, I don't give a fuck about Juicy Juice. Um, and she said that nonsense at home, whatever. Um, she was like, hmm, I was convinced you felt the same way as Victor. But, uh, that's not what Miss Chewie's wishes. Oh, how could you say that for sure? She says, I know. And after I fell in love with the same undying person, I guess trying to say that she has a connection with Chewie's in that way and... We have a flashback to Juiz saying that one true friend who can understand these feelings of love. Apocalypse is being an asshole, like, oh, so you want like him to get with another girl and cheat on you? She's like, no. But, shit, I don't know. And they found a way for that to happen. Two, pers- two people in one. Very convenient. Um, so, yeah. They land in London, and Fugo is, like, trying to tell them what she looks like and, like, what, you know, how how she carries herself so they can, like, you know, know what they're looking for. And then Nico's like, uh, you talking about this person that's on the TV, and we see Julia Eustacia. Stadia. Stadia? Stadia? I don't know. Um, Stadia? Oh, my God. She's not... She's not Juiz. It's like Juice. I think it's Julia Uusticia. It's like Justice almost. Wow. You spell her initials out. J U Sticia. Wow, that is cr- I didn't even notice that. You <laughs> sounded so annoyed. I am a little annoyed. <laughs> no. That's a hell of a punch. <laughs> is that it was that can't be better than I I know one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well They're just as shocked as you are. And they're like, oh, there she is. And that's the end of the chapter. Chris, what were your thoughts? Um, I thought this chapter was good. I wasn't like uh crazy about it. I love that little moment with um with Fuko calling out Apocalypse about not wanting who eats to fight. Um so you know, that was a cool thing. She'd be catching Apocalypse off guard and stressing him out to the end of time. Um Yeah. So, uh, I'm wondering how Unjustice is going to help out with, like, the other, the, the other, um, the, the master rules, you know? Because knowledge yeah. and justice, knowledge and beast, oh, knowledge and justice, beast and knowledge. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like probably knowledge versus justice would be interesting. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I don't know. Her her ability neutralizes people. Like, it makes them not want to fight, basically. 
like when used in combat. That's how I remember it. Kind of like Emperor's Hockey, you know? I think it goes, you know, it goes against what she thinks is justice or something. I don't know. It was one of the more confusing powers that we didn't really get to see on full display. But yeah, I, I thought this was like a interesting little bridge chapter. I did some Google research on it. Not oh, yeah. much came up. Yeah, because she hasn't really used it in a fight. Not to like a, a extended degree. So we'll have to wait and see how it's interpreted in this iteration of the loop. Um, but all things to all things considered, I, I thought this was like a good little transition chapter. You know. It seems that we're gonna get a bit of um maybe um fencing arc. Cause she's like a she's like a fencer. That'd be interesting. So that'd be fun. Fuko's gonna fence her to death. Yeah, you, it's definitely gonna be Fuko because she can do everything now. Yeah, but um, what she's not a she's not a Mary Sue, is she? Uh, no, no. But what did you think I about mean, the chapter? It's justified. Um, I I thought it was interesting, and like I think, like you said, a nice transition chapter. It was like it was. It was nice seeing Apocalypse had that kind of soft side because he's, I guess he's dealt with Julius for so long. It makes sense that there would be some type of attachment to, to her and Vic since they've been the longest standing members. Um, you know, with the amount of personality and, 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 and seemingly like agency he has over his own thoughts and feelings, you would think he would like, you know, form a connection. So it would. So, you know, it's believable. It's it's, it's kind of nice. Adds a little bit more depth to Juiz's character. Um, and I wonder how they're going to handle her and Victor. Like, if they're going to have any reconciliation. If, if maybe Victor will be reborn as somebody else. Maybe some type of Uma or Rule will allow that to happen. That would be cool. And they would have more help too. But yeah, those are my thoughts. Pretty nice chapter. Nice. Yeah, uh, that's all for me as well. Um, and with that, that has been our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. As per usual, you can find me at the Chris Hospital on Twitter and Instagram. Josh at JD Cole underscore 37 on Instagram and at New Jump City Josh on X aka twitter uh you can follow brian at b.esp on twitter and instagram uh check him when he's streaming at twitch.tv slash it's punchline uh email uh follow the show at new gem city on twitter and instagram uh you can check out uh our email at new pod at gmail.com with any questions suggestions anything you guys want us to talk about and we will talk about them on our uh pre-show chat show that we do every week um, and that we release a couple days after the main show drops. So make sure you're subscribed for that. Uh, subscribe on YouTube, uh, like, share, comment, all that stuff. Uh, if you prefer audio podcasts, you can check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Uh, check us out. Give us a download. Give us five stars on whatever you're listening to. And uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, next 
next week will be the last show of 2023 so let's go out with a bang very excited about it um, we will see you guys next week stay safe new job citizens and happy holidays peace out y'all oh thanks for listening like chris said happy holidays